0: We're going to turn now to Scripture, and Paul's going to come and read to us from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 8.
1: Good morning. As Terry says, the reading this morning is, uh, there's two readings. Uh, first one is um, Matthew, chapter 8, verses 1 to 4, and then same chapter, uh, 14 to 17. And if you're following, uh, it's, I'm reading from the NIV. Jesus heals a man with leprosy. When Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Then Jesus said to him, See that you don't tell anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift Moses commanded as a testimony to them. Then to... um, Verse 14, Jesus heals many. When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her. She got up and began to wait on him. When evening came, many who were demon-possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all who were ill. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. This is the word of God. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Paul, for bringing us God's word. So we're going to turn now to the Word of God, and it's strange because we haven't got the children going out, we're not doing an offering, can't have a coffee and a biscuit. Value for money, hey. I don't know about you, but I like ice cream. Hands up if you like ice cream. Okay. Uh, Vanilla? Uh, Chocolate? Strawberry? Uh, Okay, we'll stop there. Um, But... I, I, like, I think ice cream's a wonderful invention, and uh, I saw uh, this past week on the side of an ice cream van, often licked, but never beaten. Think about that for a moment. Often licked, but never beaten. And that may be how we feel uh, about the coronavirus, how we feel about the restrictions and, and the things that are going on, but actually this passage that Paul's read to us and that Leslie spoke about in the children's talk tells us of the story of someone who was one of the great heroes of scripture, and we really don't know much about him actually. We don't know his name, we don't know his background, all we know is that he came to Jesus with an incredible need. All we know that this man was desperate and that he humbly brought his need to Jesus and that Jesus gladly received him and welcomed him and met his need. And so this story teaches us about one of the most basic and crucial lessons we could ever learn that Jesus is willing to respond to your need and my need today in 2020. He is willing to respond if we come to him with faith. And so firstly, Jesus receives anyone in need who comes in faith. And Matthew, the writer of this gospel, was deliberate in placing this story immediately after the Sermon on the Mount. After all, Jesus had said incredible things in his Sermon on the Mount, And Matthew tells us when he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. So there, there was a throng of crowds, great multitudes. And this man, this leper, suddenly forces him his way through the crowd and it just carves out like a kind of channel in which he can walk. He was the dreaded leper. And no one wished to be near him, nor touch him. Uh, The Bible expositor William Barclay wrote this about this man's disease. There never has been any disease which so separated a man from his fellow men as leprosy did. And it might begin with little modules that ulcerate on the skin, develop a foul discharge, the eyebrows begin to fall out, the eyes become staring, the vocal cords create a hoarse voice and the hands and feet always ulcerate because leprosy takes away the nerve endings so you can't feel. You can burn your hand on a stove and you wouldn't feel it. And the leprous man would be the closest thing we could think of to the walking dead. The Old Testament commanded that if a man contracted leprosy, his clothes should be torn, his head bare, and he shall cover his moustache and cry, unclean, unclean, he shall be unclean. But this man saw Jesus and he was relentless in his pursuit of following him. And this is what makes this poor man's faith outstanding. He was single-focused. Look at carefully at what Matthew says about his demonstration of his faith. Notice that he came forward. Friends, we need to step up and step forward in this time. And this man is incredible because he knew that he would be an outcast. He knew that he would be dirty. But he'd heard about Jesus and nothing was going to stop him from meeting him. He had healed all kinds of sickness was what this leprous man had heard. All kinds of disease among the people. And after hearing this, he completely forgot about himself. And you might feel just a little bit of a twit wearing a face mask. You might feel indifferent in a world that often rejects Christianity, talking about going to church, meeting the Saviour. We need to forget about ourselves and concentrate on who is before us, the risen Saviour, the King of the universe. He'd face shame and humiliation, public rejection, but he came forward no matter what. No one brought him, no one encouraged him. He was compelled to meet a saviour. Secondly, he came forward reverently, respectfully, The Bible tells us that he came and worshipped Jesus. And that's what we're here to do, whether we're online or in this congregation. We're coming forward. And the Greek word is proskuno, which means to lean forward, to kiss. It's a beautiful analogy, an incredible analogy of kissing forward towards someone. It meant to do this as an act of homage of honour and the word um, I dare to wonder if this actual man fell before Jesus and literally went to kiss his feet which would have been a great alarm to the crowd because it would have made Jesus ceremonially unclean and he called Jesus kurios lord so by your words and your actions You declare who is in your life and who's not in your life. And so he came forward, he was reverent, and the leprous man acknowledged Jesus' power. Hear this. He said, Lord, you can make me clean. I love it. This man honoured Jesus. If you want to, Lord, you can sort this out. And now that's healing from leprosy. Being made clean because the one who had it was ceremonially and socially unclean. He knew that if Jesus had touched him, Jesus wouldn't be able to go to the temple for a number of days. And Jesus, who has all authority and power, not only physically but ceremonially, reaches out to this man. He demonstrates with great faith be clean. Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. So we come forward with faith and we need to do that ourselves actually every single day of our lives. Because the old old part of us wants to walk away. They talk about the trouble with an altar. This is a table, not an altar. Is that the living sacrifice wants to crawl off. And we're like that. We want to crawl off. The ego wants to dominate. And we need to sacrifice and crucify the ego to make Jesus Lord. And that's what we're going to do with bread and wine later on. So, secondly, Jesus is willing to meet the need in verse 3 No one touches a leper. And the Old Testament warns in Leviticus 5 3 that you will be unclean and guilty. If he touches human uncleanness, whatever uncleanness, you're defiled. Even if you're unaware of it, even if someone brushes up against you, you are guilty, it makes you guilty. And Jesus reaches out and he touches the man. This is extraordinary. All the crowds see this. And yet Jesus touches him knowingly, lovingly. Deliberately. And I believe that God is letting us know in that, that if we come to the throne of grace this morning in the same way as this leprous man, no matter what our condition, what the aching of our heart or our minds or our spirits, how perhaps deplorable we have been, no matter how great our need, we will find a Savior who reaches out with his divine touch, someone who loves us greatly and will receive us with great compassion. Jesus is willing to meet your need and mine, friends. Thirdly and finally, Jesus sees Peter's mother-in-law. Well, there's a temptation about mother-in-laws. I am blessed. I spoke to my lawyers and they said I could say that. (laughs) There are two people in these verses that Paul read to us. The leprous man and Peter's mother-in-law. She's got a hot fever. And in those days, if you were unwell, you didn't just take your day off. You had to be kind of so seriously ill to lie down. You would still work if you were unwell. She was that seriously ill. Uh, that part of Jordan was marshland where malaria is very strong. This she could have had malaria. Malaria can be a fatal disease, as many of us know. And she was, her uh, temperature was scoring through uh, the Celsius. And and Jesus changes the stakes for these two people. These two people are outsiders, and he makes them insiders. He touches the woman's hand. He makes himself defiled again. Amazing. And she's immediately restored, so much so that she gets up to serve. What a lesson for us here today. When Jesus touches us by the presence of his Holy Spirit in our lives, we need to get up immediately and begin serving. When Jesus touches us with power, it is not to make us feel important. He touches us with forgiveness and goodness so that we might serve. When Jesus touches us with power, we are not to wait until others begin serving us. We are to get up ourselves and launch the ministry of serving others. Jesus came to seek and save the lost if you're feeling lost this morning in the confusion of COVID, if you're feeling frustrated because you can't embrace one another, I'll give a holy kiss or a handshake. Open your heart and let go of the frustration and allow the divine touch to bring his peace. Make room this week for God's touch Coles reminded us um, in the past week, in Psalm 27, we need to gaze upon the Lord. There is no better remedy or medicine for the soul, friends, during COVID-19 than gazing at the Lord. He is the one that will only provide peace in this time and the beauty of the Lord. This must be our posture, friends, amidst the pandemic, to move from fear to faith, from function to fullness in Christ. The psalmist says, be strong and wait for the Lord. Wait. Have faith deep enough to pray for one another. Boy, prayer, the gift of prayer, is such an act of love that you remember another During this week, and you lift them to the throne of grace. Prayers are such a beautiful act of giving of love. Please pray. Please continue to pray for one another. It is the most loving of acts you can do because it's unseen often, but God sees it. So, this leper was healed to serve. The woman was restored to serve and she waited on them as a demonstration of the power of Jesus. We, you and I, have been redeemed to serve. Jesus came to reverse suffering and suffering is a result of the problem of sin. Jesus brought the kingdom of heaven to reverse the cycle of suffering and death. Let us put on the attitude to serve. You can't truly serve God without worship, daily acts of praise. But you can't simply worship without service, without action. Service rejoices in God's favor of the lepers and the woman with a fever. He rejoices to make the outsider the insider. And those who pretend at being insiders, they're outsiders. I want to finish with this story of I think is a miracle, um, just to remind us that we worship the miracle-making God. It's a story that came from uh, Time magazine. And it's a story of a private plane that was flying over. It's a true story, Los Angeles. And very sadly, the 80-year-old pilot had a sudden heart attack, and died at the controls of the plane. And there was another passenger in the plane. Without a moment's hesitation, the passenger, who was 69 years old, Charles Law, who had never flown a plane before, took over the wheel of the Cessna 150 and landed it safely at Upland, California, I don't know how he did it, said the police sergeant, John Cameron, who led a convoy of ambulances and fire engines to the airstrip. It was a miracle. It certainly was. After he had landed, Charles Law had to be led gently from the plane, not because he was overcome with shock. He was blind. We worship a miracle-making God who turns water into wine, who restores leprous men and women into healed and forgiven, a woman who is near death with a fever and gets up and serves. We need to be those who serve. There is no better anecdote than service. Let's pray together. Father God, thank you so much for your love to us. Thank you for this amazing passage in Matthew chapter 8 that reminds us that you will touch the untouchable. You will welcome the unwelcome. You love the stranger. You love the unclean. But you don't just leave us where we are. You transform our lives, Lord. God, help us to open up our hearts this week Fill us with love. Take away the angst. We see so much angst across society, so much friction, so much short temperedness. Breathe your peace. Breathe your love. Breathe your trust. Come, Lord Jesus. Come in your power. Change us and change this nation, change this world to kneel at your feet. Amen.